0: Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, September 11th. Never forget, 2023. What's going on? How are ya? How are you? Are you at your job? Do you sit there and feel sad? Why don't you get up and walk out? Because you can't. Because the bankers have you by the balls. It's kind of amazing. How money just makes you do shit you don't want to do. Or the fear of not having it. Or the amount of money you owe people. You know? be nice if you just be like a little kid. I go over there and get in that queue. I don't want to do it. All right, all right, okay. You don't have to. <laughs> Why doesn't whining work as an adult? Um. Anyway, here I am. I am in Greece. I've been in Greece for the last couple of days. I'm doing the Acropolis tonight. And um, then I go home and I get to see my family, and that's what I'm thinking about. I won't be thinking about that when I'm on stage tonight though, because it's going to be fucking amazing. But um, I'm not going to lie to you. That's what I was thinking last night before I went to bed. I'm like, this is my last fucking night. <laughs> show, and then I'm getting on the plane, I'm fucking going home. Um, and it's been an absolutely incredible trip over here. Um, I was joking with the other comics on the tour I go I feel like I won the showcase showdown on the Price is Right you know all these cities and all of this stuff um, that I have seen um, some of the cities I'd been to before others I haven't um, I can't remember what uh, show I had done the last time I talked to you guys but I know I talked about Prague Berlin was fucking amazing amazing city I went, went down to Checkpoint Charlie so what's left to the Berlin Wall and um, the city just has like a great vibe you know those refugees that come in from around the world I guess you know Berlin Germany is a place where they accept them um, which is cool helping out other people. Greece does it too, you know? Um, Speaking of money, isn't that fucked up? A bunch of refugees overcrowded on a fucking boat and then they're out there and they get in trouble and then countries are like, well, it's going to cost us money to go out there and try to help those Yeah, You don't give a fuck about other things, do you? They always, give a, they always start talking about money when it's helping goddamn people, but when it's you know fucking rubbing the balls of some corporation, they don't give a shit what it does to the right. I, I swear to fucking God. Hey, did I call it on that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. shit? I knew they were going to bury that guy. I fucking knew they were going to bury that guy. I love when you're a fucking politician and you actually call out corporations for the absolutely heartless horrible shit that they're doing to people. And then you immediately get labeled a fringe. You know, he's out on the fringe, which, you know, it's just a little buzzword to make it sound like you're fucking crazy. So here's my thing. If you don't like that guy, I get it, you know? There's other people. Like, here's my thing. Why isn't any other politician talking about what the fuck he's talking about? You know? A Democrat or Republican, why aren't any of them talking about how one corporation is trying to buy up all the houses in the United States to become the landlord for everybody and literally take away that part of the American dream? Just out of, so if you don't like Robert F. Kennedy and he's fringe and all that, why isn't any other candidate talking about how one company bought up all the fucking pig farms, put all these Farmers out of fucking business, turned them into serfs on their own fucking land, and then turned around and sold it to a company in China. All right, okay, you wanna say the guy's on the fucking fringe? Why are the rest of them just going around saying nothing? You know why? Cause they're already bought and paid for. Every fucking one of them. Every fucking one of these fucking pieces of shit. And the genius is they got everybody looking at the color of ties. Oh, I like those color of ties. They they share my values. Is that what your fucking values are? Drives me up the fucking wall. Even though I knew it was coming, it disappoints me every fucking time. I mean, our country is getting so fucking corrupt. Like they could just openly do this shit. Yeah, we're not counting the delegates and and fucking and uh, we're not whatever the fuck. We're not counting them in New Hampshire. I mean, I don't know. You tell me the difference between this and the WWE. If you could tell me that, I I will fucking high-five you. Unbelievable. I'm fucking real. Well, what are you going to do? But other than that, you know something? That's why I like traveling. Because I will tell you this. Like, the people that I've met and just observed sitting around, like, I didn't go to any stupid-ass fucking tourist attractions. Tourist attractions are for fucking dumb people and people in relationships, which a lot of times is the same person, right? That's what they're for. You don't fucking do that. If you come over here and you're by yourself, just go fucking sit in a cafe, drink a cup of coffee, watch the shit go by, talk to the locals. Don't go to the dumb thing that everybody's going to. Have you seen the obelisk? Yeah, I can see it from here. I'm not gonna stand down here with a bunch of jerk-offs watching the changing of the guard. Okay? I, I get it, right? They 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 do their the they do their fucking little uh little show there. They they step this way, they step that way. I'm not gonna sit 40 fucking deep in obesity. <laughs> I have a limited amount of fucking time over here. All right? This is this is why you don't need to see tourist attractions, because if you notice, the people that live here are not only are they walking by it, they're not even looking at it. You know, I moved to New York City, Do you know, how many, I was there for fucking 12 years. Do you know how many times I went to the Statue of Liberty? Once. I went there once because I somebody came to town and they wanted to go and I was fucking miserable. Who the fuck goes on vacation to stand in line? I'll stand in line after a hurricane when I don't have any bread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not standing in line to look at some shit. Oh, you go going here. We got uh, fucking, you know... Henry, Henry VIII's robe, oh my God, you got to see it. I don't, I don't have to see it. I can go online, I can look at a fucking picture of it. That's, it's it's no different than when somebody is talking about some new TV series. Oh my God, you got to see it. Okay, yeah, it's, you know, season four just happened. Season four just dropped. It's like, wait, I'm four seasons, behind, three seasons behind? Yeah, forget it, I'm not catching up. I'm not catching it. You got it. Oh, come on. The acting's so... I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But you know what? Sometimes in life, you just got to accept the fact that you missed it. I missed it. And then just say to the person, just tell me what happened. No, I don't want to ruin it. You're not ruining it. You're not ruining really... You are saving me 60 hours of my life. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure the acting is unfucking believable Just fucking tell me what happened. I did that with... Uh, Succession. My wife was watching and everything. And, you know, the acting was amazing on it and everything like that. But, like, it was depressing. (laughs) I don't want to see a bunch of loveless people just fucking walking around going after money and stabbing each other in the fucking bath. And, like... I watched that show for three episodes or whatever the fuck I did, and once none of the family members just killed their dad, or nobody just said, "You know what? Fuck this family." I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go learn how to skateboard. Or just go enjoy life. I don't give a fuck. Keep your fucking money. It's so stupid. That oh, keeps bringing me back to that Arnold Schwarzenegger moment when he goes, "I oh, there's a little man we need such a big desk." He's a little man such a big desk immediately took all that guy's power away yeah, I don't give a fuck about you and your big desk you want to put me in one of your movies fine if you don't somebody else will I'm going to make it either way I'm not sitting here waiting for you to tap your fucking magic wand on my head and to tell me I can live a fucking life now oh oh Billy's fucking grumpy today old oh, grumpy Bill That's what he is. So I'm in Greece now. Athens. Right? And, uh... I'm not gonna lie to you. I did walk up to the Acropolis. What I liked about it was there was no line. You just walked around. It was a little line to buy, like, tickets and stuff like that. But I wanted to, you know, check out the theater. Which I thought the theater was the Acropolis. It isn't. It's the theater at the Acropolis. And, um... We went up there, you know, we looked at all of the stuff and they got all of this shit roped off, you know, where you're not supposed to go in. And some fucking asshole goes in and takes a, uh, takes a selfie. Oh, my God. One of the dudes up there goes, hey, hey, he goes, get out of there. He goes, he goes, show some respect. Give me a camera. Delete that photo. And the guy tried to do another, f- the piece of shit tried to show him a different photo. Right, And the guy goes, that's not the photo. And he goes, that's the one. Show some respect. And he fucking yelled at him. It was fantastic. It was fucking fantastic. Um, And also, that guy, that guy, you know, the scarlet letter? That guy should have a scarlet letter on him. That he's that level of a selfish cunt. And that he's also that shallow that he thought anybody on social media was going to give a fuck. That he was three feet closer to the fucking thing. You know, than the rest of us. I don't know. I've been learning some shit, though, out here. Um, Greek Greek coffee. So I ordered this Greek coffee. It comes in, like, the tiniest little glass, uh, so I knew it was going to be strong. And... The coffee grounds are at the bottom of it. So I'm sitting there going, you know, I'm toughing it out going, am I supposed to drink all of this? And they were, like, laughing at me. They go, no, you only drink down to here. You drink, like, half it, but it was really good. But when I got down to, like, the fucking coffee grounds, I felt like I was eating oysters when, you know, except there was no oyster in there, you know, when you get, like, the sand. Um, But anyways, the vibe here in Greece is fucking incredible. Um... It's like, you're the halfway point. It feels like half Italy, half Turkey. You know what I mean? You got like going in that, going out towards Italy vibe. And then you got going towards Turkey vibe. So the food is fucking incredible. And then there was so many uh, street musicians that were Arab and playing all their type of music and everything, man, it was fucking amazing, fucking amazing. And it made me want to keep going eventually at some point in my life, keep going East and, you know, kind of following that music and those people and all of that. It's just really, really, really cool vibe. Um, And, uh, yeah, made me think of that drummer, Yusef Dave, because I think he's, I want to say he's part Turkish or whatever, and all the different influences in his music, and like sort of hearing a little bit of that as I was walking down the street. It was really incredible. And I'll tell you, Greece, uh, Athens looked nothing like I thought it was going to look like. I don't, my idea was it was all those fucking islands that they show where all the buildings are white and there's people living their best lives, you know, vacation. I'm actually in the city where people work and shit. And it is crowded as hell this time of year. And, uh, you know, what's funny is I was going to rent a scooter. I always say I'm going to rent a scooter. I never get around to it. I'm like, I got to ride a Vespa in fucking Europe, you know? Ciao, America, right? You know, fucking do that shit. And, uh, so Club Soda Kenny inquired about it. And two people immediately said, don't do that. Don't do that. And they go, the streets are very dangerous to drive. And I wouldn't do that. Right. And, um, So we land in Athens and driving to the hotel. We see there's an accident. Some guy went down on a bike and they were putting him in the back of the ambulance. You saw he was all scraped up and bloody and all that. looked like he was going to be all right. Um, And I was like, well, there you go. And then we got into the city. And it's what's funny. When you're in the crosswalk, they don't stop. They slow down. And you definitely become really aware of your legs It's the first thing you're thinking about. Like, that car's going to fucking hit me right in the side of my femur. Um, But anyway, it's just been really, uh, you know, amazing. A couple of protests out here. Um, I didn't know what they were talking about or anything. And one night, the first night we hung out um, in this park. And it reminded me of Washington Square Park. Or, or like uh, Union Square in like 1995 in New York City. It was just like a bunch of young kids. They had their music going. Uh, kids were playing soccer, football, whatever the fuck they call it over here. Um, and all just young people hanging out, socializing, trying to figure themselves out, anything. And... Uh, we would just fucking hang, we just posted up over in the corner just sort of took it in, man. It was fucking amazing. It was really, really amazing. Um, and before I got here, we were in Budapest, which um, I think are the, be- the best comedy crowds in Europe. I mean, they're just fucking unbelievable. They're unbel- Anything goes, they don't give a shit. They fucking laugh at everything. And I play this great venue. Uh, it's the second time I played it. And, uh, you know, last time I was there, it's the winter time, and I had a sore throat or something like that. And one of the promoter's moms got me, was a nurse, and had gotten me some uh, medicine. And she remembered, and I came back, and she had left a note and gave me the same medicine in case I was sick again. It was really fucking cool. Uh, and before that, we were in Stockholm, Sweden. Oh, Budapest, by the way. I got some of the best fucking coffee I'd ever had. Um, one of the guys over here that works for Live Nation. Barang, bang, bang, barang. One of my favorite people in the fucking world. He, um, every place he goes, he tries to find the best of whatever he's doing. You know, whatever restaurant, um, coffee, whatever it is you're trying to do, he, he goes out. It's funny, it's almost like, you know, the 2 chain show that he had, most expensivest. I was saying, it's like, dude, you need to host a show like that, except it, rather than expensive, it's the best, because he's more geared towards the best rather than how much it costs, which usually is one and the same, but um, he found this place to get coffee when we were in um, Budapest. By the way, uh, we did do another touristy thing, but only because there was no line. We went on the Ferris wheel of Budapest. It was the smoothest running thing any, ever. And if you don't have time to see the fucking city, um, when we saw the shit, we just, you know, I walked, we looked at it or whatever. But, like, I just, I can't do the line thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> do you know when we were in Berlin? Yeah, we saw, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's that, the, the, the bust, like the head, that famous, sorry, you're fucking still jet-lagged here, that famous fucking, um, I don't know what you call it, piece of artwork. It was like, it's like the Mona Lisa of Egypt that the Germans stole when they were fucking occupied um, Northern Africa in World War II which is just fucking amazing to me man Like somebody's telling me he goes to it you want to see some of the biggest crimes ever go in the basement of the Vatican it's like they've stolen more goddamn shit there and and, and the reason that they did it is beyond just greed because it's worth something they wanted to steal people's culture so they didn't know you know of their accomplishments so it could seem like the the side that the Catholic Church was on was this ava- ed, more advanced, smart people. It is the most evil fucking shit. That's what kills me. You know, the Pope sits there and gives all those speeches and say, don't you think in 2023 at some point they could give that shit back and be like, look, it was a long time ago. Um, it was wrong. And we've now progressed in thought that we understand how horrible this is to do to a different race or culture or whatever. So here is this stuff after centuries. Like, what are they hanging on to it for? What, are you going to sell it at fucking yard sale? (laughs) You're not doing anything with it. It's a bunch of clutter. Maybe you could fucking get rid of it. You know, put a workout room down there, maybe a home theater that having just a bunch of priceless stuff that's not yours? How do you go up there and fucking say mass? Thou shall not steal. And all of that stuff. Thou shall not covet. You fucking... (laughs) I don't know. It is kind of funny that they got a bunch of stolen goods there on the other side, too. Like some fucking... Common criminal. I need a fence, man. I got to unload this shit. The heat is coming down on me, man. Um, anyway, what else? What else did I do? I did Stockholm, Sweden. I did Stockholm, Sweden. I had a great time there. of uh, that trip. Other than the incredible crowd that showed up. I got to play this, uh, this arena over there and um, it was all like red on the inside and everything. It kind of was giving me like Royal Albert Hall type of vibes. Um, and the crowd was incredible. But my favorite part, um, initially it was sad because when I got there, I was staying right around the corner from the first hotel I stayed at. Like that's my, like my fifth time there. And there was a hotel that i stayed in the first time the burn hotel if it's the burn something or other i stayed there with the lovely nia and you know god that was like 2009 i think and um you know it was such a fun trip because nia's always wanted to you know since she was a little girl wanted to travel and everything and getting to do that with her and seeing how excited she was with every country that we were going to and her trying to like, you know, check stuff out. So first I saw that and I was sad. But then uh, I kind of walked around, found some beautiful parks and stuff, Um, you know, just walking around. I literally didn't go in anywhere. Remember a long time ago, I looked at that big ship that had sunk, that they... Raised up, but I was also staying there for like five days or something. Um, but I ended up sort of finding this uh, this coffee shop that I went into, and the guy in there was Italian, and there was a few Italian people in there, so he was speaking Italian to them, and then he was speaking um, uh, Swedish to the regulars, and then he spoke English to me. I was like, Jesus Christ, fucking people over here. How much room is in their brain? Um, so anyway, I uh, I missed all the NFL football. Shout out to Paul Versey calling the Lions against the Chiefs. Um, I have no idea. I don't even know if my Pats won. I heard that they were giving them a good game, though. No. Let's look it up here. Let's go to the fucking ticker. Um, where are we here? Let's see. Pats. Patriots. Oh, they lose a heartbreaker. 25 to 5. And, and the Eagles covered. The Eagles covered. And I stayed away from that game. I was thinking about it. Oh, I was thinking about it. And I was going to take the Eagles because I think the Patriots are actually going to have a good season, but I also feel like it's one of those deals where, um, you know, you're not just going to come out of the gate way better than you were last year. I think we're going to start a little slow, but I think by, uh, the end of October, beginning of November, people are not going to want to play us. That's what I'm hoping is going to happen. Um, we shall see. Oh, tonight. Is um the fucking Jets versus the Bills, I believe. And I can't fucking get any football over here. I know it's on YouTube, and all I gotta do is just fucking sign up. I just haven't gotten around to doing it. I gotta be honest with you, the fucking NFL really annoys me. Well, they go, yeah, you can be on YouTube. You're gonna, you don't have to stick some dish on the side of your house. It's like, well, you didn't fucking say that, you know, 15 years ago when you went to direct TV. Why the fuck would you say that? And you don't have to stick some dish on the side of the house. Like, do you think I'm so dumb that I don't remember that you already did that? That you didn't fucking give a shit 15 years ago. Um. Here's one for you. How long do you think the NFL is going to ignore that study that they did over in Europe? You know those fields that they have where they have the recycled tires there? Those recycled tires have lead in them, and they're finding that they have this high level, higher-than-normal level of cancer with uh, football players in Europe, meaning soccer to uh, fellow Americans, and specifically the goalkeeper who, you know, dives around on it. So now they're, they're making that illegal over there. And you fucking watch how long it takes them to get rid of that shit over over yeah, here in America. You fucking watch, because all the corporate cunts have infiltrated any sort of watch group in our government. They just were like, what is the group that is, is watching us making our lives miserable? Let's get one of our guys in there and they will approve everything. Oh, Bill, you're bringing the fucking rain clouds today. I am. I am bringing that because every fucking four years I just watch and it's specifically lately it's been the goddamn Democratic Party, the fucking Democrats, the bleeding heart liberals. Yeah, we know you fucking wanted Bernie Sanders but go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. You're getting Hillary Clinton. Oh, we know you wanted Bernie again. Go fuck yourself. You're getting this guy with dementia. Oh, we know this guy Robert, you know, F. Kennedy Jr. He's, you know... We know he's gonna do well, and uh, yeah, go fuck yourself. But we're liberal, and we believe in democracy. (laughs) And by the way, fuck all you Democrats who are gonna go like, the guy can't win, it's a wasted vote. You're a wasted vote. You're a wasted vote because you keep voting for these fucking corrupt pieces of shit. And then you got the convenient out a blaming the other color tie. And they're the reason for all the fucking problems. It's like the God complex. That's not a God complex. It's like God. God has the convenience of the devil. God created the devil so he would have a fucking excuse when he made a serial killer. <laughs> I 100% believe that that fucking stupid thing god gave his freedom of choice he gave he doesn't give you freedom of choice when he makes you fucking mentally ill and you're going around eating other human beings there's something fucking wrong with you from the day you're born there's something fucking wrong with you coming out of the fucking barn right fucking mad dog mad dog and he gets oh it was the devil no, dude, it was you. It was you. Um, all right, well, I don't know. I don't have any in my fucking advertising, so I, I, I don't really know what I'm supposed to talk about here. I, I will tell you this. I found there's a movie I want to see. Um, there's a town I know where the hipsters go called Bedrock. Boo-doo-doo. Twist, twist. I don't know why I'll never get that song out of my fucking head. Um, hang on a second, where is it? I took a picture of it, why does it do that? Why does this? Like how I blame the phone when I just did that. You know when you're scrolling through your photos and then it just, it fuck it just fucking did it again. Fuck this fucking goddamn phone. Why can't you fucking scroll through the phone, the fucking pictures anymore? It then turns them into days. I don't remember what fucking day it was on. Jesus Christ. These fucking goddamn phones, I swear to God, I can't fucking do anything on them, but the amount of shit I can accidentally do is, is astounding. I can't close a fucking window until I'm trying to film something, right? And then my phone like slips in my hand a little bit and somehow like the fucking meat below my pinky finger slams right down on the X and stops fucking recording. Or hits the stop button, whatever it is. Whatever, people. I've just been on tour too long. I'm in a bad fucking mood. I'm going to be in a great mood tonight when I go out there. I've been joking around with the waiters and waitresses here. Kind of a little hit or miss. Not going to lie to you. So I'm thinking that it's going to be... The vibe's going to be more like Stockholm than Budapest, which are both amazing crowds, but two completely different, like, rhythms. Um where Budapest, I can be more like in American mode, and then Stockholm, like Helsinki, places like that, like they're uh, they're super fucking polite. So they laugh and then they want to shut up because they want to hear what you're going to say next and they don't want to be rude. It's really amazing. It's like, it's just looking at them like, they still make people like you? I didn't know they made people this fucking polite. It's incredible. Have I mentioned, by the way, how windy it's been here in uh, Athens, which really, I got to be honest with you, in a lot of ways, reminds me of Los Angeles. It has like an L.A. vibe where there's just like so many fucking people here that like, you know, the Mediterranean Sea we were seeing was like eight miles away, but it's a 40 minute drive, you know, and we all live in Los Angeles. So like, oh, oh, it's one of those. There was actually somebody made a fucking hilarious video about living in LA and when people come to visit, like how they just don't understand, you know, how long it takes to get somewhere in Los Angeles. And they'll just be like, yeah, I figured we'd go to like the Griffith Park Observ- Observatory. And then we'd head over to Malibu and hit the beach. And it's just, well, well, wait, what? <laughs> you think we're doing that in one fucking day? Either one of those things is going to be all fucking... Those things are separate days. And there might have to be a day in between them because you don't want to fucking sit in traffic again. Um, I kind of feel like... uh, Like Greece is like that. But uh, I don't know. I'm going to walk the streets today because I I saw a couple of drummers and I'm hoping I'm going to see some more with that... uh, the, the whole Middle Eastern vibe Turkey Armenia, all of that all of that good shit they got those symbols that sound fucking amazing and uh and then they're just playing these rhythms that you know I've only heard a little bit living out in the west man It's fucking cool as shit um, all right, I don't know what else I can talk about here because uh i don't I don't have my advertising, and then I also don't have the uh the questions here. Answer the question. Oh, by the way, I, I missed the whole US Open. Um, I did see the clip that woman won her first uh, uh, major or whatever, man. Fucking sports is just the best. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I understand why. I guess they people watch like reality shows and just watch those fights and all of that dumb shit. But, like, if you just want to see, like, genuine emotion that's not assisted reality. Just, like, watching how fucking, like, happy and overwhelmed. Can you imagine that? Winning a major. Especially tennis, too. That is such a brutal, brutal fucking game. Um, Like, some of those men's matches go, like, five fucking hours. You play five hours running around. Starting and stopping in the fucking sun. You lose a five-set heartbreaker. And you just gotta go fucking lay down in your hotel room bed thinking about that shit and shaking it off and continuing on the tour. Like the level of how tough you have to be mentally, you know? They're always talking about golf, how fucking tough you have to be mentally, golf. Get the fuck out of here. Walking up to your ball looking around, yeah, that's it, man, you know, you just have to, it's it's all that thinking, it's just like, I swear to God, reminds me of some of the shit you hear, like, fucking, I can't, I, I'm not going to go down that road, come on, Bill, you took the mushrooms, you let go of some of that shit, <laughs> um, anyway, what the fuck was I just going to talk about? Oh, I know. Like uh oh that Dion Sanders stuff. How great is it that he won like that that first game and everything, you know? And everybody, you know, a lot of people, not everybody. I know that they gotta bring up the racist assholes, but I also wanna say to Dion <clears throat> that me and all of my friends are white guys in our fifties and all we're doing is sharing all these speeches that you're making and everything. We think it's fucking great. So we're not all bad, but um, I also have to know that the guy does have a point when he's saying that they don't like it because he's a black guy, him being all confident and all this shit. It's 100% 100 fucking true. Because you tell me what is the difference between the stuff he's saying and what Rex Ryan said when he was coaching the Jets. The fucking media loved Rex Ryan. They love a guy like that that's just going to say what he's thinking and give him all these great quotes. Like a coach like that, a head coach like that just literally writes the article for him. They have an easy day talking to that guy. So like why when Dion does it is it now a fucking problem? I mean, what is is the difference? (laughs) Which, by the way, is why sports writers fucking hate Bill Belichick. Because he knows what they're doing. It's like, I'm not going to give you some bulletin board material. I'm not saying shit. It's like, hey, Coach Belichick, you're playing the worst fucking team in the history of football next week. Uh, You think you're going to have a nice easy win? He's like, "Uh, you know, it's it's a game just like any other game. And uh, we're going to approach it that way. And uh, that's what we always do. And that's what we plan on doing. And then the sports writers are like, fuck, man, I can't get... If I can't get fucking five columns out of that. <laughs> I was hoping you were gonna agree with what I said, so then I could do an easy article saying Bill Belichick does not respect the blah blah blah. Um anyways, Alabama, the dream ended early this year. But for some reason with college football, it's not about the amount of losses you have. It's about when you lose. So um I always crack up whenever whenever Alabama loses, I always picture Mrs. Saban just fucking going off to their vacation house. Just like, honey, I don't wanna be around this, okay? I don't wanna be, you know you're gonna turn the season around, you're Alabama, you're fucking Nick Saban, I'm not gonna be sitting here as you're shooting me looks like I dropped that pass in the flat, all right? Just enough. Okay? I, I do support you. I do support you, but at some point I have to choose myself. Um. <laughs> oh my God. I cannot wait to get home to see my kids. I cannot wait. I've been FaceTiming with them and everything, but it's it's uh it's just not the same. I am coming home and I am fucking Dropping my bags and getting down on the floor and fucking wrestling with them for like forty to forty-five minutes, and then I'm gonna unpack. I cannot wait to see him. Um, oh, Billy French face—he's getting back into his French again after taking like, you know, a leisurely six month. My brain just got tired. I got frustrated, and now I'm finding with this Pimsler that you don't necessarily have to do like the 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 lessons. You know, if your brain gets tired, if you get overwhelmed, you've gotten too much information in them. If you just do like the practice things and turn them into like flashcards, you can get it going again. And then you can listen to people talk. I also been listening to the radio. Um, it's been another good thing about traveling and all these people not speaking a language that I speak, or that I understand, is you get really good at reading body language. And, uh which, of course, Nia could do right out of the gate. She just fucking, um, I remember one time we were in France and we were ordering in French. And uh, I ordered a steak and I was so proud of myself. I I said hello to the guy. I said what I wanted to drink and I ordered a steak all in French. And then he said something to me and I didn't know what it, Man, you know, and the waiter was having fun with us because he appreciated that we were trying to learn the language, right? And I didn't know what he said after I ordered the steak. And Nia, of course, immediately goes, did you ask him how he he wants it cooked? And he was like, ah, oui, madame, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, of course, that's what the fuck he asked me. But I'm so busy, like, fucking trying to, like, in, like, a one-dimensional way understand this guy, which is listen to what he's saying and try and pick out some words, you know, Nia, who's, like, a total, like, vibes person, who, by the way, has the greatest vibe of anybody I've ever met. Um, she, like... She she can, like, try to understand on three levels at the same time. She was listening to what he was saying, was thinking, well, what usually comes next, and then was also watching his body language. And, uh, yeah... It's, it's, it's actually fucking annoying how good she is at it. <laughs> um, all right. I got to get some breakfast here. Uh, I am going to see if I can... I, I'm, for some reason, I'm not getting the questions or anything like that. This might be a short podcast this week. A little Monday morning podcast slider, which, by the way, um, if you haven't checked it out yet, we put out the uh um bill burr live at the troubadour part three troubadour um and i'm really really proud of it we did a great job uh andrew Themelis, the greek freak did a great job did like a three camera shoot or something like that and people have been saying it's as funny as any of my stand-up specials it's totally for free It is a podcast. I know it kind of looks like I'm doing stand-up. I was just doing what I'm doing right now, but I was just walking around and there was a crowd to feed off of and uh, it kind of came off like I was doing stand-up, but it it is a podcast that's, you know, um, not me doing stand-up. It's just a podcast, but it kind of comes off like that, which I'm very happy with. Um, And a lot of people are trashing the crowd. The crowd is not mic'd. All right, there's no way I could do an hour and fifty something minutes in front of a crowd that wasn't giving it up, and then also people's you know idea of like L.A. crowds. um, Yeah, you got to go out to L.A. It's just if you go into Hollywood, it's gonna be super liberal. But once I say this all the time, once you get out of it, it isn't. It's like uh, this. (laughs) It gets pretty hardcore to the right. Pretty goddamn fast, so. um, Oh, by the way, oh, I forgot this. One night I was hanging out. It was me, Kenny, and Bianca, and we were hanging out. And we were at the hotel. And there was a bunch of Americans there. They were at a wedding, and they had a Greek-themed wedding, so they were all walking around looking like fucking, you know, emperors and shit or whatever. Like they were wearing the white fucking onesie, with the leaves, you know, that go around your head, you know, and Bianca was like rolling her eyes going, oh my God, why the fuck would you do that? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm going, that's not like cultural appropriation. I mean, they're all like, it's white people, it's Greek people, like, what are we doing here? Blah, 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 blah. And I wasn't hearing what she was saying. She was saying it's like going to like fucking, like they're turning a wedding into like Disneyland or whatever. And I was defending these fucking people and then they started, and then, because we'd seen him in the hotel, right? But then, like, when we were, like, late at night, when the wedding was happening, where we were, like, hanging out, you know, I was having a coffee, they were having a, you know, glass of wine or something. Um, people started walking in and out. and Oh, my God. I've never been so wrong for so fucking long. Just... I can't even explain it, man. This one woman walked by and she talked, was talking to her friends. She goes, what can I say? I'm a good time. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, what can I say? We're a good time. And then I saw her husband at some point and he had done the Greek theme thing, but he wore a Hawaiian shirt instead just to let him know that, you know, the, the, you know, the, we still know how to party. We might be older, but we still know how to party. Oh, it was really bad. It was fucking bad. And I died on that hill, man. I defended that party for the better part of a fucking hour. And then the last three hours, we were hanging out because people were getting drunker and louder. And they just kept walking by. And it was just one fucking shit show after another. And... uh I don't know, it's just, it was, I don't know, it was a a fun night. I'm sure everybody there had, like, a good time. I don't even remember the point I was trying to make um, about it. Like, they can do that if they want to do it, whatever, they're having fun. And then after a while, I was like, nah, (laughs) nah. It was like an episode of The Office, and everyone was Steve Carell, just completely, like, Fucking clueless, man. It was really funny. But, uh, yeah, I met so many cool people. I met these uh, these people from Arizona. Oh, I didn't tell you this. Oh, this is the best. I was hanging out, right? Smoking a cigar after I told you guys I quit him for the umpteenth town. But I am, I'll, when I get back to the States, oh, Jesus, Bill. Um, I, I'm going to put them down for a while. Uh, so I was hanging out and I was watching uh, the World Cup of Basketball, and I think it was Germany versus Slova- Slovakia, I think. I'm not sure. And I saw a couple of NBA players, you know, current NBA players playing in it. Germany won, it was a fucking great game. And uh, we're in there, and there's this guy where English is his second language is he's talking, about, I guess the team he wanted to win wasn't winning and he was bitching about, the guy makes a hundred million euros, like just, instead of saying dollars, so that was already cool listening to him bitching about how many fucking euros somebody was making. Uh, but at one point, it was funny, he was by himself and there was like a four top <clears throat> next to him. And um, for all of them, they all spoke a different language, but English was the common language and the broken English that was coming out was fucking hilarious. That guy was bitching about how many euros people were making, I swear to God. Somebody asked him what he did for a living, and he goes, me, I work in a computer. (laughs) I work in a computer. He almost had it, I work in computers. He almost had it, but he said, I work in a computer, and I've been fucking, I was laughing about that for like a fucking hour. Um, the most miserable, possibly the most miserable job you could have on the planet would be to work in a computer. Me, I work in a computer, and he was saying because you he he could tell he was proud of his job. Um, I don't know, maybe it was one of those things he had to be there. But that, that, and the German guy, the guy in Berlin, were my two favorite interactions. Where, you know, where is the bathroom? Oh, as easy. You see the marble staircase you go down and you're already there <laughs> you go down the stairs and then you are already there that is i don't know what it is but it's so fucking silly that you're already there i that's i'm i'm going i'm going to fucking be doing that with nia and it's going to make her laugh cuz she loves silly jokes but then I love making her laugh, so I'll keep fucking doing it, and then it's going to start to annoy her, and she's going to be like, all right, you need to stop doing that, and then that'll be the next level of the comedy because now I know that it's fucking annoying her. And uh, and those are the things that I miss. So anyway, oh, we got to fly in, and um, oh, Billy, fucking jumper seat. I got to sit up front and watch these guys do a landing. They had the Garmin 5,000 and uh you know i was just watching them i was psyched i knew exactly what was going on as far as like their instrument plan i still remember that and flying to the fixes and then all of a sudden they divert as we get near the airport and i'm like okay there's got to be somebody bigger and faster coming in so now they want the they want us behind them they're vectoring us around we get back to the 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 you know whatever the fuck you call it, the flight path to land. And um, I was just seeing, like, it was fun to be up there to see the speed that they have to land at. Um, It was a little jet that we landed in, and I was really, it was right around, like, 125 knots they landed at, and then I was really impressed with how quickly they could stop it. It's not like those big fuckers, you know, Like a fat guy running down the hill. That's what's like trying to stop a fucking jumbo jet. The smaller ones, it's really, uh, they can pretty, like, I don't know. I was impressed. I thought we're gonna have to use like three quarters of the runway. The guy, like, barely used a third of it and just fucking banged the left and we were, like, right off of it. But, um, just being able to, like, read those screens and all of that stuff. And then, like, when they were taken off, I was sitting up there too and, uh, just like they're, they're... how fast that fucking thing can climb. They were saying on a cold day it could do as, as well as upwards of 7,000 feet per minute. I mean, that's just fucking... Me in a little helicopter, I'm psyched if I can get like 600 feet per minute. <laughs> These fucking guys just... You know what? Anybody out there listening fly one of them fighter jets, one of them there uh, fighter jets, I would love to know um, what your climb rate is because I've seen that. I've gone to, you know, been to a a comedian. We always do shows for troops and stuff, and then they give us these amazing tours and stuff. I've been to, um, I think I went to one in Arizona. Arizona coming up again. And I watched this guy take off in a fighter jet. And he's taking it off and it looks normal. And then he just pulls back on the stick and just goes straight up and just disappeared. I mean, it looked like he was flying like 7,000 feet a second. Um, like that Chuck Yeager stuff. So if anybody out there flies for the military, what is the climb rate of one of those fighter jets? It's so un It's so unbelievable that they have dog fights and those things and literally that i i believe those jets can like can do things that the human body can't even take which is crazy to me cuz i've heard stories of guys doing stuff like you know they 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 try to hold they do that that breathing thing where they try to hold their you know, self really tight so that and the suit squeezes so the blood doesn't go to their extremities, like, you know, goes down to their feet and they just pass out. There's been stories of fighters, uh, of fighter pilots in dogfights, passing out from the Gs and then waking up a few seconds later and they shook the guy so they don't die. And then they're like, oh, fuck, I'm flying a plane and somebody's trying to kill me. Like, how do you get back into that? Like coming up off the couch, you ever just fall asleep? You're like watching TV and then you're starting to come around and you forget what day it is or where you're at, especially if you do the road. Like, am I home right now or am I in fucking Des Moines, you know? And then you... <laughs> it's like that feeling, but you wake back up in a dogfight. You're in an airplane and somebody's trying to shoot you out of the fucking sky. It's incredible. Um, anyway, I will be telling you guys about um, my show first stand-up show that they've ever done at the theater at the Acropolis in Athens, Greece. I cannot fucking believe, to be honest with you, I've been really downplaying this, that that I'm going to get to do this. uh, Yeah, it's just another one of those things that I I didn't, I, you know, this was never on the radar of something that I ever would think was possible. So thank you before the show um, beforehand here to everybody in, in uh, Greece that is coming out to this show it's going to be fucking amazing I can already feel it I know um, yeah it's going to be a magical night um, alright that's it that is the podcast I gave you 54 minutes here alright cut me some slack with the last 6 minutes I will talk to you guys later actually you know what at some point Andrew's going to send me the read so it'll get up to an hour so there you go there's your fucking podcast It wasn't a slider, all right? It was a main course there. Um, That's it. Go fuck yourselves. And uh, I got to sign up for the NFL on YouTube now that I've made fun of them for the 9 millionth time. All right, I'll check in on you on Thursday.